0: Okay, guys, welcome back. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Today, we are talking about the Enneagram 3, the Achiever, and we have a couple special guests, our first phone in guests. And so, we are so excited. We are so glad that you could join us for Sundays at 7. 7. glad that you're here. Like we said, um, we have a couple special guests that we want to welcome all the way from the GA. They are on the phone. This is our first <laughs> phone and guest. This is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Let's welcome <laughs> Clay and Allie. Wow. Hey, what is up? This is so, <laughs> this is so exciting. So, this is great. so, for those of you, if you guys um, don't know, Clay is actually my cousin. He lives in Marietta, Georgia, and he is getting ready to get married to Allie, his fiance, And both of them are very familiar with the Enneagram, and um, so we definitely want to get them on today to kind of talk about it. So maybe y'all can give us a quick little um, overview of what you all are up to in your own lives. That way our listeners can kind of get to know you.
1: Yeah. So things have been a little crazy in our lives. We are getting ready to get married it, it is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. But the coronavirus
2: <laughs> has definitely put a risk Really, really taking a toll. Here.
3: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: <sighs> so we are excited to take a break for a second and talk about the Enneagram. Yeah. But Ali and I, uh, yeah, we live in Atlanta. We work at uh, North Point Community Church. Um, I'm in the college
2: ministry. And I work with middle schoolers, and I
3: adore them. They're insane. God bless you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And we are both in seminary
1: doing... Uh, trying to get our master's of theology degrees mm-hmm.
3: isn't that
0: how you all first bonded in your relationship over doing greek together
2: that is how we first bonded i tell people that we fell in love over greek flashcards So there you gotcha. go yeah. flashcards. the least romantic language probably in the history of the world
0: yeah. <laughs> like can you guys speak Greek? it all
2: flows back to greek yeah
0: there you go can you speak a little yeah. greek to us
2: oh no <laughs> No! No! not at all
1: <laughs> we can only
2: translate yeah, we, we can. can only read it yeah. if you can show us something we can read it and translate hey, it for you
0: better but than what, what i can do <laughs>
2: true right.
3: <laughs>
0: okay so uh, um so how did you all kind of find out about the enneagram
1: ali has a good answer to this um
2: so she I... did it all before i did I love the Enneagram, it's kind of an issue, um, but I first learned about it when I was in college, I worked at a camp where I was just a counselor for some, for some kids, and the staff was really into it, there were two people in particular that would just go around yelling numbers at people, and I was like, Ooh. what are you doing? doing like what are you even talking about and so they sat me down and they went through all of them and I originally decided without doing any research that I was nine because peacemaker sounded nice and I wanted yep. to be that because I'm pretty sure it's biblical and so I was like yeah I'm a nine. <laughs> and I remember they looked directly at me and they said you are not a nine you are a three and oh. I was very offended <laughs> um but they were right and here we are so that's so, pretty much how I learned about it.
0: Yeah. Um. So do you want to go into what a three is? Give us an overview. So Allie, you have actually tested and you are a three.
2: Yes, I'm a true three. I've tried to not be, but I, <laughs> every way I slice it, I am. <laughs> um, but the three is called the Achiever. It's also called... The performer um and basically we just really want people to like us and we really want to be perceived as successful um it's hard to even really talk about it because a lot of times we accidentally put numbers in a box and we because I know so many different threes and they look so different than me and they even kind of desire different things than I do Mm. um but the stereotypical three like wants to be perceived as successful
1: that's even a part of being a three is that they're Also called like a chameleon.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon
0: did say that. Oh, yeah. They can like absorb. They can like kind of put a mask on to Mm -hmm. you
1: know whatever. Totally. Threes want to be liked to by whoever they're talking to, so they will literally start to become like that person.
2: Wow. yeah it can It can be a, I mean just like everything it can be a good thing and can also be a bad thing um I was reading somewhere about the Enneagram and it says that every Enneagram has some sort of superpower and it talks about how the three can walk into a room and read it and know exactly who they need to be in that room mm. um and that can be a really good thing but it can also obviously be a super unhealthy thing um and a lot of three struggle with their personal identity because they're so used to just chameleoning that's a verb yeah that is whoever they need to be and so a lot of threes really do struggle with like who actually am I
1: Mm, Um, wow yeah because I think you you can start taking jobs and doing things based off what you think others will think about you Mm -hmm. and so then you start to lose that sense of self and know who you really are
0: yeah yeah, or what you desire or what you want, right? Exactly. Totally.
1: It's so yeah. easy to lose sight of all of that. It's
0: wow. Crazy. Okay. Let's just end the podcast there. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, okay, Clay, so you also thought you were a three, right? And then tell us yeah, about so your... Have a funny
2: story. The story. About tell us the story. I'm feeling good. My Enneagram journey. By the end of this, he might think he's a three again.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I actually
1: first learned about the Enneagram right as I was starting this residency program. Um, that Ali and I met in at North Point, and I love personality tests. Um, and so I just heard about the Enneagram, and I was like, I want to know what my number is. And so I took the test, and I came up as a three. And the second number it told me that I was was a nine, which was also the peacemaker, yeah. which I was. Hey-oh.
0: <laughs> lucky you. Um,
1: and so I go and meet Ali for the first time. <laughs> As I'm falling in love and this first oh. day. Oh my gosh. And Hell. we start the Enneagram comes up and she tells me she's a three, and I'm like, oh, I'm a three. I'm a three wing nine. Oh. And she looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> I
2: literally was I think I was like, You cannot be a three wing nine. Like that's yeah. not a thing. Like literally told me off.
3: Oh. You <laughs> um, tell him, girl. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was very passionate. Yeah,
1: she loves the Enneagram. And so I thought and because I just was just so clueless on the Enneagram, I thought that my second number was the wing, and she was quick to correct me.
2: Sorry. And tell me
1: that <laughs> it has to be on one side or the other of the number. So I, from there, started, I mean, I took the test probably two or three times, and every time was coming up as a three. And But I knew that I wasn't a three-wing two, and I just didn't really relate to a lot of the three stuff sometimes. But I'm definitely... I have that, like, image-conscious piece, and I think I definitely want people to like me. And so I can see why I would come up as a three all the time. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm super ambitious, and I have the achiever. Like, we're talking about the negative. I feel like every time threes get talked about, it's always negative. Yeah. We, we felt that,
0: that way with a one, too, when we had, like, my friend Allie on the podcast. She was yeah. a one, and we were, like, kind of felt bad and the yeah. end. We were, like, we just kind of brought out all the negative things about yeah. a one, like, the inner critic. Because, like stuff. you
3: said, every number has its own superpower, so. Right. Yeah. It needs us all. Um, but ones and threes
1: are insanely productive. Yeah, and ones and threes miss a lot, um, which leads me to my next point. Uh, I thought I was a three wing four, and I can still see that sometimes. Um, but I think now I might actually be a one wing nine.
0: And, yeah, just like yeah. your mama. <laughs> exactly.
2: We believe it, and it was funny because we kind of discovered that through us dating and me being like I don't think we're the same like I think that we are very different and there's no way that we're the same yeah it's like are.
1: I like I remember one example is like we so in the workplace if you're writing an email or something I will literally edit an email so much or just like I love to edit and I love to make things perfect which is the perfectionist in me it's like I want this to look good because <laughs> I want to it to look good like I don't want to produce something that doesn't look good yeah uh, like myself yeah. whereas Allie
2: is gonna do something like she'll keep editing it but it's
1: for a different
2: right. reason it's because I want them to like mm.
3: it yeah that's a good or distinction or, or
2: I'll just email them really really fast
0: because I have more things I need to do so I'll just do it really fast and have like a hundred typos right listen that's how watch. I email all my emails or sometimes yeah, I, instead what. of saying because I put BC and I'm like this is yeah. like to someone at Nationwide maybe yeah. I should like <laughs> be more professional
3: <laughs> yeah
1: exactly it's hard. It's hard. or one other example in seminary I have to read every page every word of every book whereas Allie
2: will fly skim, through it skim. she skips. <laughs> that's so I have funny to do and I don't have time
0: Too much to do, so little time.
2: Yeah, so sorry.
0: I feel like a lot of, like, Kate and I were talking about this last week because she's actually really high in a two. And so Mm -hmm. she said, but I think that, like, my seven is kind of, because she's like, we're both sevens. So I feel like my seven is kind of rooted in a two. So, like, I want to help everyone so much that, like, I'm like over committing and I'm like you know always trying want to be to, everywhere
3: all the time yeah yeah, yeah totally,
0: totally. Yeah. where I feel like my seven is almost rooted in that three like I want to be yeah. liked I want to like I'm oh, s- really want to be productive like that's I wanna, such a cool thing I didn't yeah that but like crazy. so like we're both sevens but it's like rooted in something different yeah. so like we like are yeah. different you yeah. know mm-hmm. which is
3: crazy that's so cool yeah that
2: is cool yeah um everybody has every number in them so a little bit yes it all made a very differently which is cool and it makes us all unique which is important
0: right definitely i love that um so if if your enneagram number could be personified in any animal what do you think it would be some
3: comic relief here you know
0: yeah
2: um i think i would say a cheetah sometimes
3: i move Kayton's favorite animal. Stop. Cheetahs are my favorite animal by leaps and bounds. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, (laughs) Just because
2: threes tend to move really fast because they want to keep going and keep, like, accomplishing things. And I think sometimes I can see that in myself. But I'm a very slow runner, so that's very.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Clay? What do you think?
1: I have been struggling with this. I mean, I think... I'm trying to think of an animal that, like, is precise or, like, Bill's thing is kind of smart. Black and white? I don't know.
2: like a zebra because they literally are black and white.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I
1: really don't want to be a zebra. Okay.
2: (sighs) What about, like... Just trying to help uh
1: bald eagle they're precise oh and they're like
0: flying in the air like they're definitely like wanting people to like them you know diplomatic America totally (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) every time we ask that question to someone they're always like kind of stumped because they're like I've never thought about that before like what animal really would that be yeah yeah
1: okay
3: Okay. next question uh just to sum up something about your number that's in, like, a concise way, in, like, a word or a phrase? What would you say is, like, a word or a phrase that would sum up your personality type?
2: Uh-huh. Um, I would say, uh, so I'm a three-wing two, and I have a pretty strong two-wing, which I tell people, like, keeps me kind, because <laughs> sometimes threes can be, you know, not they're very um, competitive, very competitive, but
0: oh, yeah. I would say, Oh, I know so Allie was my rook partner the first time I met her. <laughs> oh, no. Well,
1: this is also why I thought it was a three because I, yeah, I hate losing.
2: Um, but to be on the positive side of the three because we got to stay positive, I would say a three is a really good cheerleader.
0: Oh,
1: um, yeah, I think
2: really healthy threes because they um value success so much when they're healthy and are putting their focus on other people, they're really, really good at encouraging and being a big cheerleader for other people.
0: Yeah. That's really good. I love that. I love that. So, yeah. um, what about you, Clay? Do You have anything to add?
2: I mean,
1: I think mine kind of goes back to, I mean, I don't want to say achiever, mm-hmm. but like yeah. threes and ones for me, like they both, they just get things done. They do. Like, mm-hmm. just, that's kind of the phrase. It's like, if you put something in front of them, the work's going to get done, and it's going to get done quickly, like, the most efficient way possible.
2: We planned the um, whole wedding today. Yeah.
1: You
0: guys don't do anything. Seriously. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, um, and the most effective and precise way you could have, um, I'm sure. Exactly. exactly. That's why it was so successful, too, because you're both threes-ish, one-ish. Right, exactly.
1: So. Kind like, of. I'm a three-ish.
0: Three-ish. Three-ish, one-ish. Um,
1: I'm, I'm still figuring out my identity. It's fine. Back and forth. <laughs>
0: Same. Yeah. Yeah, aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> I'm always in a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter-life crisis.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so we've talked about the Enneagram having this, like, double-sided coin. So on yeah. one side is the biggest blessing, and on one side might be kind of, like, the biggest challenge. So for you all, what do you think has been the most like encouraging thing or the biggest blessing about finding out your type?
2: Um, I think self-awareness is just so helpful in like your relationships with other people. I think the more I learned about the Enneagram, the more I was able to identify like, why I am the way I am and why I do the things I do and, like, why I'm insecure about this specific thing and why this specific thing makes me really excited, Um, I think it really is, it helps you understand the why behind Mm -hmm. you and who you are, and I think that's good for yourself, but also it's really good to learn that about other people. When I first learned about the Enneagram, I knew, like, 500 twos. (laughs) <laughs> so I started studying twos more than I was even studying my three because I was like I want to figure out like how to love these people like if I have this tool I want to use it to the best of my ability to, to learn how to love people and understand them and help them feel a little bit more seen, um, even if they don't know that about themselves at this point. I think I think it's a it's a great tool to love people, but also to be able to explain yourself and help other people know you a little bit better too. Yeah, I love
0: mm-hmm. that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the enneagram, the cool thing about it is it kind of shows you the thing that is kind of not great about you
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's what they're saying like all the personality tests kind of like really highlight your positive like features and everything but the Enneagram is like one of the only ones that kind of like really highlights your negative things yeah Yeah. so I kind of
1: love the fact that it gives me like it's almost like the Enneagram has given me what I need to work on there you go. there's like something to get better at and to focus on so like it's almost telling me what I have a habit of looking at or what I... Um, like, for instance, I think, I mean, and I've discovered this in my relationship with Allie, is I have a tendency to walk into a room and see, like, what's wrong with it or, like, the negative thing. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Like, we have a funny story about this.
0: Oh, I mean, tell it. We, Please tell it. We yeah, tell you it? Tell you it. have to tell it.
1: <laughs> so we went to a wedding for one of Allie's <laughs> friends in Alabama and... It was cold outside. Like, it, was, it had just been starting to feel like winter. I don't know. It was probably mm-hmm. November or December in Alabama. And so we go to this wedding. We're all getting ready. And, like, I'm putting on my suit or whatever. Allie's getting ready. I probably haven't seen her in, like, 30 minutes. And I walk in, and she's, like, doing her hair and stuff. Yeah, like time
2: out. I'm, like, getting cute, right? I'm, like, <laughs> put on a dress. I'm doing my hair. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, she's going to think I'm so beautiful. I can't wait for him to see me. And... <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and I walk in, and she's wearing, like, this beautiful dress. Like, she looks amazing, but my first... Like, I see her, and I said, uh, are you going to wear a jacket?
2: Yeah, he said, you're going to be cold. Yeah, you're going to be
3: cold. And then he left the room. (laughs) Oh, Clay, no.
1: Yeah, so that's... I mean, that's just something I've kind of discovered about my personality. It's like, I, I... Like, I... It, it was, like, assumed to me, like, obviously, you're pretty, but <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to help her get to a place, or, like, I'm trying to, yeah, just be, like, helpful. Yeah. And be, like, you know, it's cold outside, like, and
2: I'm, like, give me attention. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Hallie,
1: the three in her wants compliments and affirmation. Right.
2: And I... You're protecting want. her. You're trying to protect right. her. And, and I'm, like, he, helping yeah. He's trying to make it better, but I... Right. I I, like that's a, cool. I'm constantly trying to make it better. Yeah, and Which, I was like, I know.
0: I know I probably need to wear a coat, but I need you to tell me exactly. I look pretty. <laughs>
1: Which, talk about, like, and, I mean, and that has just made, honestly, like, I feel like it helps our, like, dating relationship. Yeah. Because knowing each other's number, it's like, I know what I need to work on, and I know that she needs affirmation, and so it's like, I will definitely, yeah. like, focus on, like, that's a new thing for me. It's like, I need to encourage her before I
2: say like or like right. give my helpful
1: tip or whatever
2: right. your yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> that's so funny so you've already like uh, kind of answered this question already but just to be more specific so you just answered that the biggest blessing was and so what do you think yeah. is the biggest challenge and or something that you uh, found no. yourself wanting to work on you knowing being more self-aware in your achieve <clears throat> achieverness achieverness yeah <laughs>
2: yeah Gosh, there's a lot of things about threes that I think are not cute. Um, (laughs) I think one of the big things is just the self-absorption. I think everybody has a tendency to be self-absorbed. But with threes, I think we are constantly looking for a way to get affirmation, looking for a way to get attention, looking for a way to get a pat on the back, or, like, good job, you did good. Um, And I think when you're in a not-so-healthy place, that can really just turn on it. I mean, it's just, life is not good when you're making it all about yourself. Mm. Um, oh, so preach. Think, uh, you know, and like that's not where we find fulfillment and that's not where we find joy. And I think for threes, our natural tendency is just to try and earn everything and try and earn that when it's really given to us by Jesus and we just have to be outward focused and not so inward focused on ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Which, yeah, I, would say. I
1: think I would completely agree with that. I think another huge thing for Thresa, especially, is that identity piece. Going back totally,
2: to that, totally, totally, it's
1: like that's it's never a good thing if we are finding our identity in the things of the world, like this yeah. world. It's like mm. I'm going to live a certain way based off of what someone else uh, thinks, or like living in a way so that I'm just pleasing others and getting right. likes and getting praise right. and getting people to throw me likes on social media. Like that's silly. And we're never going to find fulfillment in that year. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think recognizing that and recognizing that, um, we are loved by God
2: for who we are, not yeah. for what we do. I think Amen. that's something
1: that I find myself. I am telling myself constantly is it's like, I'm not here to impress the people around me. I'm not here to be liked because, and I don't have to find it in other people. I can, Jesus,
0: so yeah. love it, yeah, I love that, and i I think it goes back to like how important it is just to be self aware like what you all mentioned yeah. like it's so important, yeah. like it's so great that both of you all obviously know that about yourselves, but like any three listening right now,
3: it is so important to be completely self aware mm-hmm. of that actually I have yeah. a follow up yeah. question for that, so yeah. like when you feel yourself, you know having those tendencies to where you want like you're in a social situation or whatever, and you're trying to get other people to like you, or you're trying to earn their. Um, I don't know. You want them to like you. What have yeah, you? What have attention. you learned? Yeah, to like combat that, or like what goes through your mind now that you're aware of that. Like, what do you do mm-hmm. to flip that around in your brain, or the way you act, or whatever? Um,
2: I actually have an answer based off something Clay told me one time. I don't remember when. Maybe it was. I think it was you. I'm not even sure. <laughs> um, but I think he said something along the lines of, "You know what? I'm not trying to impress you. I'm trying to bless you." Yeah. And oh. I think... I know, right? I'm like, can you marry me? Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and that little statement is kind of has kind of been something that I carry with me because it's the mindset of if I'm trying to impress someone or bless someone. Honestly, I might be acting and saying the same things, but it's the heart behind it. Mm. Um, am I trying to? Am I saying this? Am I doing this because I want you to think I'm great or because? I want you to walk away from here feeling encouraged, feeling built up, feeling like you could take on the world. Um, not thinking about me, but just feeling encouraged. Um, and I am not good at that at all. I'll be the first to say yeah, it. It's, it's an absolute challenge. But it's that's so a, hard. That's a small like phrase I carry with me in social situations like that. It's like it's not about me. I'm not trying to impress them. Like we just need to bless them. Yeah. Some
0: way. Yeah. I love that. I think I think
1: that's the key is being. Like, being in a constant, like, when I catch myself doing that, it's like, wait a second. I, like, it feels so selfish. It's like, I need to be other, others-minded, like, selfless. And so when I start to think that way, it's like, how can I help this person rather than how can I help myself? Right.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to completely, like, just take your mind, like, captive.
3: Take captive every thought.
0: Love it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. That was a good answer. I love that, actually. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of, like, the root of all of this is your intention Sorry. behind. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of already talked about this, too, but I love that we have both of you on here t- together. Because um, this fits with this question perfectly. But have you seen, like, knowing about the Enneagram affect your relationships? Like, obviously, you all are engaged and about to be married. So that's a really cool way. You can talk about that or your friendships, or your family, family all yeah, relationships. Or, yeah. But it's really cool that we have both of you to have yeah. a, that kind of relationship. So. In perspective.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's changed all of my relationships. And maybe even too much. I'm not really sure. But I do think about...
1: <laughs> well, it's so easy to start, like, because I know a person's number, yeah. I, like, start reading them. Totally. And I'm like, oh, that's why they do
2: that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Which is, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's good. <enough. laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but I think it specifically... Um, So, both of my parents are also ones, and so, like, their my relationship with my parents, and Clay's a one, and so, learning a lot about ones, and And Leanne's a one,
0: let's not forget it.
2: And Leanne, so, like, I have a lot of people... She's surrounded. Really important (laughs) people in my life who are ones, but, like, we talked about ones do kind of lean towards that negative, like, I see something wrong, and I'm gonna fix it type when I... I'm a three, which we really thrive on positivity. I also have a lot of seven in me, which also really thrives on positivity. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to learn that the sweet, wonderful ones in my life are not trying to rain on my parade. They're literally just trying to, like, help me see some things that I'm not seeing. And that's been really it's it's helped me have compassion and it's helped me kind of be a little bit more open-minded because it's so easy for me to be like you guys are just negative and you're just not you know on my sunshine rainbow roller coaster and can you guys just get on it and that's (laughs) just not how they operate and so it's helped me have a lot more compassion and helped me also be able to understand that that's how God wired people and if we were all the same probably the world would be on fire but he created all types of different people with different skills and different brains and different hearts, um, so that we can help each other and lift each other up. So it's a balance. I didn't yeah. realize that for sure.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Clay? Anything? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, it, I, I feel how like are you going to be able weird. to top
0: that answer though? Let's be real. <laughs> I,
1: literally. <laughs> I know that's how I feel. Um, I mean, I kind of, yeah, mission a little bit, um, in our relationship, um, and just learning that, like, obviously she wants more affirmation and, like, thrives on that, and she does enjoy, like, um, doing, I don't know, like, she's way more spontaneous than me, Mm -hmm.
0: um,
1: just things like that, I, I mean, knowing little things about the other person kind of helps me get on their level, um, I'm trying to think, even in my family, like, I feel like I'm surrounded by a bunch of nines in my family. So Um, peaceful. Yeah. But then I've got, but then we have, I have one brother who's a seven, which is like complete opposite of my, the rest of my family almost. Which brother's a seven?
0: Is it Wade?
1: Wade says he's a seven. Wade's a seven? That's what he says. Uh, We all question it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah.
1: that's another thing. I'd, I'd like to, to see his test day, results. <laughs> I know exactly. I think he's got a strong wing eight.
0: That that is what I would think too, yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like hanging out with them and I mean when I I don't know. Like I think I've just been I mean, when I know a person's number and can start to lean into that and I mean it just helps me kind of relate to them better, I think.
0: Totally. Right. And, and that's kinda like that When we had Allie on here, um, when she was a one, she said, I hope that, like, by the end of this podcast, everyone can kind of just start to see, um, the cool. see everyone like see through everyone's lens because that's basically what the enneagram yeah. is like it's just everyone right. is looking through a different lens everyone has a different perspective so she said hopefully by the end like this will kind of just build like a we respect each other even though we see the world differently you know yeah. and just kind of like encouraging each other in that way yeah
1: it just kind of helps us know like see that not everyone's made the same there are yeah. nine different types yeah with wings like no one there's so many different people out there um so i yeah. definitely think they are I definitely think it helps us be more empathetic toward people There you go. trying to put ourselves in their shoes. And, um, yeah,
3: I think there's something really powerful about that too, like putting aside your entitlement kind of, and like looking through and realizing that you are able to look through someone else's eyes. You know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of humility in that. That's like really, really beneficial. Exactly.
1: I'm not just going to do this my way. I'm going to try to look at it through your lens Mm -hmm. and respond in the best way
0: possible. Right, mm-hmm. and just see what you see and how you see it. Yes, yes. Exactly. So we've talked a lot about, you know, like how threes are, they definitely want to be loved, they want to have attention. What are What's maybe a passage of scripture or maybe just one verse that you have kind of found to help you when you're kind of feeling that? Like when you're trying to kind of, I guess, take your thoughts and you know what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, for me... I mean, we talked about this a little bit. I could talk about identity for a hundred years, probably, but that's really been it. the root of my um, three problems. Has been my identity because I'm constantly trying to, you know, figure it, figure it out. And so, God put got a hold of me with this verse, it's First John three one, which says, "See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God." And um, that's just the first part of the verse. But that, I mean, just unpacking it you like I have to actively see God's love in order to believe that I am a child of God. Mm. Um, And that's why they starts with like literally see what great love the father has lavished. Um, because that's my job, but what's not my job is being a child of God. That's just who I am already. And so realizing when I go into those situations where I'm going to be insecure and want to strive and want to earn and want to impress, um, realizing like, okay, I don't have to do any of that because no matter what, I already am a child of God. And that is enough. Like that is enough. And that's what he made me to be. And that's who I am. So that's enough. So that has been huge for me.
0: That's great. So good. So (laughs) what, so you both work in churches, obviously. So what Mm -hmm. would you say, like, how would you bring the blessing of your Enneagram type into your church community or into any other kind of community that you're involved in?
1: Yeah, um, how would you guys say that? Bring enneagram into the community.
0: Yeah, how do you how do you bring the blessing of like your like your biggest? We talked about your biggest blessing. Like, how would you bring that into your yeah. church community? I think I feel like you do it naturally, honestly. Mm-hmm. But
2: well, I think that's what's so cool about the enneagram is that if we just look around at the different people in the community and in our world, they're so different and they're bringing such different gifts. Um, Like, I admire Clay so much for his precision and his hard work, and he doesn't cut corners, and that's super admirable, and then I try my best to, I feel like a big gift God's given me is to encourage and to be people's cheerleaders, and so it's just sweet how that kind of all works together to create, I mean, just like scripture says, the body, like we all have different mm-hmm. gifts and it creates the body. And mm-hmm. so not trying to have, like, I know a lot of people will see somebody else and be jealous and want that gift, but we've all been given such specific personalities and wirings and gifts. And so I think just leaning into your own and, and allowing God to use you just as you are how he made you, I think is, is big. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: And allowing allowing God to use you and not trying to just, like, make decisions on your own or trying to make decisions for what you think is best. Or not trying
3: to be some type of Christian, in quotes, that you think that you should be, just being who you're created to be. Right. Right.
1: Someone you're not.
3: Yes, yes.
1: I think to kind of piggyback off that, it's, like, for the community and the church, I think it's really that self-awareness piece. It's, like, the Mm -hmm. Enneagram gives us a look... At ourselves and what's going on, and it can help us, like like we said earlier, it is it is showing us some things that we need to work on, but it also reveals our strengths, totally. and yeah. so the Enneagram can help us lean into those strengths, which are also our gifts and the skills that the Lord has given us, and like Ali was saying, when we lean into that and we accept the gifts that the Lord has given us, um, that's when we can become one body and we can work together and move together yeah, and change the world.
0: And you can become a true vessel for what, like, God wants to do yeah. through you and his mission for you while we're on this earth. Exactly. For sure. Y'all, this was, uh, whoa. Thank you
3: all so much.
0: This was so good. <laughs> it's been gay. so fun over the phone. It has I been it fun. It has been fun. So, here's where we always end, and we all say Sundays at 7 together. So, so everyone, all of our listeners, thank you all for joining us. Obviously, um, if you are a 3, we want to remind you that you are loved for who you are, not for what you do. Amen. And next week, thank you for joining us this week. (laughs) Next week, we are going to have a 4 on the podcast, and so we will be talking about the 4 and how excited. I do not know a lot about the 4, honestly. Yeah, I'm interested so i'm really excited are interesting yeah i'm excited Mysterious. to kind of learn about that it's mm-hmm. someone um that no one knows yeah i don't think no so mm-hmm. it's gonna be super cool um but we will break here and we will catch you next week thank you for joining us on sundays at seven perfect bye guys